Welcome to the Flicky Podcast, where even good movies get bad reviews. And in this case, a bad show is going to get a bad review. I am your host, Chris, and I am in John Manor with the star of the Flicky Podcast, Mr. John. How you doing? Good as always. Good as always. Well, that's weather's better than getting bad. cold. Oh man, try going, summer's over. Try going to work at nine oh, o'clock at night. Yeah, that had to be brutal. And then coming home at five. Yeah. It's it's bad. It's not fun. That's gonna be bad because now yeah. uh, you're not gonna see the sun no. for three days. I'm gonna look like uh, the orcs in the yeah. Lord of the Rings show that we're doing. Right. I'm I'm gonna you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's episode three more, uh, which will be in the next episode. Uh, this is episode two. The title of the episode is called Adrift. But before we get into that, I just wanted to poke your mind on something sure did you hear the rumor that uh hbo well no hbo warner discovery is already thinking about getting bought out by nbc universal no did you didn't you bring something up to me this the other a few weeks ago where one of these streaming companies was trying to uh get bought out already was Uh, it this this is probably that but what i do know is that hbo they, um, they just started, right? Yeah, they just bought. Discovery just bought it. Yeah, they merged. But well, it was maybe more... they did. Maybe that's why they did it, though, in order to because they were planning. On... Well, but it's caused this merger has caused Warner Brothers, well, the whole tent to yeah. go fifty billion dollars in debt. They wow. supposedly okay. there's only two more Warner Brothers movies coming out. One of them's already released, and it's uh, the Olivia Wilde bullshit movie. Oh, that's gonna bomb. Oh yeah. And uh, Black Adam, which should make money. Which, it could be a hit, actually. That could be a big hit. Um, If it's good. Yeah, but it's The Rock, and right now he's Teflon. Yeah, yeah. Until until he has a bomb, I consider him bombless. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, No, they have already, like, severely curtailed uh, animation, Warner Brothers animation. Like, they cut a a bunch of money from it because they think it's for children. Okay. And uh, but children like children's television doesn't make money. Like I, I don't understand. It does, but whatever. Do you know uh, what I mean? They're trying to spin off Cartoon Network and Adult Swim, supposedly, as their own thing. They're wait, trying wait, to sell wait. it off to somebody else. Oh, I see. Yeah, really bad. Oh, they're like selling their parts. Yeah, this is bad. Um, and uh, they just got uh, kicked in the balls the other day because they wanted uh, this guy to lead. He wa- they wanted him to be the Feige of dc okay and there were extensive negotiations it was pretty much leaked he was going to take it and then a couple days ago he said i'm not going to take it why i don't know what's the is there any rumor i have i haven't read anything yet it'll come out who is this guy do we know who Uh, he is lynn was he a producer yeah and he's directed a couple things okay uh but like that's that's he saw the writing on the wall or something it's bad wow yeah Okay. They're fucking... They, I don't know how they fucked this up. <laughs> I don't know how you fuck it up. I really don't. Like, this, this is what I said. Well, their movies must really... Like, the DC films and stuff, they probably... That didn't help. Obviously, they've been... T- but they've been taking hit, not... I don't mean that. But here's what you do. You go back and you go to the drawing board about doing other things instead of... Sounds like they're off. out of ideas and they're going broke, though. Yeah, well... Or cutting their losses part or of whatever. It. Yeah. There's part of that, but I don't want to see Warner Brothers become merged with Universal. Not just not because of 
the history of the two studios. That's a big part yeah. of it. But also just like I don't want more like oligarchies. Yeah, consolidation of yeah. entertainment companies and there's one guy. Talk about and, more limiting options for yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. And then they have you by the balls in terms of leveraging how much money they can charge you. Yeah, then we really won't have artists doing anything. We'll just have no. finance bros directing movies. And yeah, exactly. It, that's what it's going to get down to. Yeah. So. Uh, I do but you not think they that. would learn from the fact that their movies haven't made money? So maybe you would, it, you know, does it not point to the fact that talent is important? I don't know. Talent is certainly important with DC. They've they've really bungled the ball since the the Nolan Dark Knight trilogy. I yeah, think. they've really dropped the ball. Um, you know, whatever. What are you gonna do? Well, really, what they dropped the ball with was you know putting too much faith in Zack Snyder yeah well who's not good I don't want to be know. a man when he's down yeah too yeah much, but, that's true uh, Snyder cut Snyder cut the four hour Snyder cut four hour that was a Jeopardy Snyder question cut. the other day was it really yeah <laughs> yeah uh, that's funny it was and uh, I got that right away never seen it never will uh, no I, I didn't even watch the original no me neither I didn't watch any so of here, how do you fuck up Justice League Oh, you just how you do you, suck. How do you fuck up Batman versus Superman? Those, that's know. like bigger than the Avengers. In theory, bigger yeah. than the Avengers. And like, and you still fucked it up. Here's the thing, too. You had like the template because yeah. before the Avengers came out, mm-hmm. I don't know if people like remember or care, but before the Avengers came out, people, me included, would always were very uh, trepidatious with the film because we're like, can they make all these superheroes working together work. There were yeah. a lot of people saying, "Do I care about all the characters?" Yeah. How do you how do you show enough time to the, uh, yeah. uh, for each person? Who are you going to develop? Who's going to be the star? Mm-hmm. And Avengers knocked it out of the park and like obviously birthed the whole. Uh, really brought Marvel up to the next level. Yeah. Um, and so you had a template for how it could make it work, and you apparently didn't use that at all. No. No, they didn't. You so. ever see that movie, by the way, Batman vs Superman? No. Oh man, I've heard it's like really, really bad. I've seen yeah. scenes from Justice League, and I've seen scenes yeah, it's from. Fun. It's fun how bad it is. Um, Man of Steel. Man of Steel's. There's things in Man of Steel that I like, and there's things yeah. that are not that aren't great. That's a, but what offends me about Man you know. of Steel is him just destroying oh, Zod yeah. at the end with the buildings and stuff. I don't even oh, they, mind so much murdered, that he killed him. They murdered a hundred million people. Yeah. <laughs> the world was better off if you were never here, Superman. Yeah. You just killed hundreds of thousands of innocent people. Yeah. Just did like 29 11s. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. And also the bad guy would never have shown up if you weren't here. Correct. So that in principle, I'm like, fuck that movie. It's just so <laughs> stupid. It's so dumb. Like well, these, becomes, these, these becomes, are unforced errors. It becomes Matrix Revolutions. Yeah. That's what it became. Um, so, yeah, I just thought I would uh, poke your brain on that because I I started I realized it was going bad when I think two weeks ago I started reading articles where they're like, yeah, we might get rid of Cartoon Network. And I'm like, that's really bad. That's really bad. That's really bad. Your, mas- well, the economy, your, mas- the your mascot. The economy is about to take a turn. Yeah. Your We're... mascot is Bugs Money. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. like Disney saying, you know what? We don't need Mickey Mouse anymore. Yeah. That's... That is what it's saying. It's fucked up. Anyway. Disney's like, animation? I don't know. I mean, they kind of did that, but they didn't still... At least they turned into a different kind of animation. You know Well, that's what I'm saying. They still stayed with the kids. They still do it. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't say, fuck the kids. No. 
We just want adult content. Fuck them I guess. kids. Yeah. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Fuck them kids. <laughs> Fuck them kids. Uh, so yes, uh, let's go into episode two of the Lord rings of the Rings of Power. The Rings of Power. This is the second episode. It is titled "Adrift," uh, which is. Uh, in reference to what happens to our heroine Galadriel. Galadriel. Um, how do you want to start this? I will say, before we go into the plot of this episode, I thought it was better than the first episode. So yeah, I actually, I have, I have still a few, not great. I though. have a few positive things to say. Okay. Um, some silly things, but I'll, but I'll, we'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, the a whor- starting with the Horfoots. I thought the acting in the scene was pretty good. I thought the acting overall this whole episode was better. Yeah. I think part of that is the dialogue was better. I don't know if you noticed, but I was like, oh, the these, the thous. Now that comes the, out back in episode three, the though. Afro- a little bit. It's yeah. not, it's, uh, it wasn't as bad, though. Mm-hmm. It's neither episode two or three was as heavy mm-hmm. as episode one. I'm like, oh, they clean things up here. Yeah. And the, you actually get, um, it, uh, um, an intimate look into the Horfoots in this scene with the two girls. I actually thought the banter was pretty good. I thought actually it's revealing uh, uh, the characters mm-hmm. a little bit more. The one girl actually is rebellious and does things she doesn't want to do, and the other girl's trying to pull her back. Mm-hmm. And you're getting actually uh, uh, you know tension in into uh, this world and how these Horfoots uh, operate, what their value systems are, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm like, oh, I actually enjoyed this scene. Now, there are some silly lines where she's like, oh, yeah. you know, how do we move a, a pick up a giant? Um, Wheels. They, well, it's not just that. But, like, mm-hmm. why are you calling him a giant? You guys know. They know who men are. They know who human beings are. I'm guessing because he's Elvis even bigger are. than men. Is he? I, I guess. He they looks have, a lot bigger. He looked huge, but. Yeah. I got he looked it. like Slender Man. Yeah, but I guess, I, I mean, we still haven't had a point of reference between Correct. them standing to other people, yeah. so maybe you're right, but I just took it where uh, he's just human-sized. But maybe you're right. Maybe mm-hmm. he's too big. Um, some other silly things. Uh, the sets, I thought, looked really nice. The sets were, uh, were beautiful overall this episode. Uh, I thought the sets with the, the Horfoots in the forest was nice and fun and whimsical. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I have. Uh, yeah, that's about my positive stuff. Okay, acting's better, sets are nice. Yep, dialogue's better. Hmm. Um. Still not a good show. No. But with the bar being so low, it's not a good show. With the second episode, I was pleasantly surprised by some things. Yeah, this was better. This this um, this was better. At least we pushed the story into somewhere. Uh, yeah, also, yeah. thank God. Uh, yeah, actually, that's another thing too. The, the story is actually moving forward in this yeah, episode. And this, things are actually happening. Yeah, it, I don't know. Uh, it's it's slow though. This is all point of reference. This yeah. is all in reference to episode one. Yeah, and how bad I thought it was going to be. Yeah, no, I, I understand what you're saying. Again, like this isn't this, and this is the shame of the show. I made a note here, um, and I really got this sense later on when Elrond goes into the dwarf land, which I thought really cool. Okay, and I actually, gonna, those scenes we'll weren't, I thought were pretty good yeah. overall. Um, I had the thought, like, man, this could have been a good show. Oh, like, it should there's be. There's potential here. It should be a good show. The world is actually cool. The 
the relationship between dwarves, elves, Horfoots, humans, mm-hmm. uh, and then and then orcs, like just the uh, the dynamic uh, society that Tolkien has created. I mean, it's Tolkien's world, right? So why yeah. wouldn't it be great? Um, but I'm just rem- I actually felt it viscerally this episode where I'm like, man, I actually want to learn about these people. Yeah, and I wish this story and uh, this show was more interesting and was more compelling in how it uh yeah. portrayed them and i'm like man uh, under with the right people this show could have been really good and i really could have liked it and having a lord of the rings tv show yeah actually would have been cool to be able to explore the world slowly episode by episode mm-hmm. instead of having to cram it into a film yeah you know what i mean over a number of seasons and i'm you know i so i so that's the sad part of it is I'm like, oh man, this is really a lost opportunity. Yeah. As opposed to a show like She-Hulk, which is just trash. That I show never, just I will not watch that. I show. watched the first episode and I've seen scenes from others. Um, not to bring that in, but I, I'm only par- comparing that. I'm only comparing the two because they've come out at similar times and they've Correct. both gotten wrecked on social media and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rings of Power is not nearly as bad as She-Hulk. Okay. I mean, She-Hulk. It like shouldn't exist as a show. It's not that is, is a page is that one a, rewrite. Is that so, is a so bad it's good show or just bad? Yeah, it's pretty. It, it, I would have you would have fun watching it, making fun. You of You get kind of thing? angry fun. No. Like it, you're so fun, you get mad. Like you rage, you hate watch it. Okay. Which I'm not a big fan. I don't like to hate watch things. I mean, we do it for yeah. for the sake of the podcast and to yeah. criticize. But uh, you know, going into this, I was really expecting it to turn into a hate watch, and it's not really a hate watch. Um, no. I'm annoyed. It's not good. Or I'm just like, you guys are losers, <laughs> and you fucked up a great product. And I, I mean, it is worse in a way, though, because you, again, you're not showing respect for the source material. You're not doing right by the source material. Mm-hmm. I understand She-Hulk has source material, but it's it's a comic book character. You can yeah. always redo them, and they she, do it all the time. Yeah, and she's had tons of writers and all that stuff, like any comic book character. Yeah. Uh, so who cares? Um, but with this, it's like, you know, it's Tolkien's world. It's, it's one man's creation Mm -hmm. and, um, uh, you can't just redo that over and over. It's going to lose its luster. It's, you're going to turn people off. You're going to desensitize people to this thing. Like you don't have shot after shot for it. No. Um, so yeah, that, that's just, uh, that's the shame of it is that I'm like, this show could have, this show actually had potential as opposed to other terrible shows that didn't. Yeah. You know, um, and there is some talent, a little talent at work here. Really all the talent, the bulk of the talent is in the special effects. Like, oh, yeah. you guys had such a great team. You had all the money in the and world. And even then they kind of screwed up um, a little bit. Yeah. Usually, yeah, they do. It's usually in backgrounds. Right. When it's uh, the dwarf land, I thought the, they did the best with inside the that dwarf was land. Good. I thought that looked really good. And it looked like there was, there was a was one scene that wasn't great. There was one part of the scene when he's coming into the actual uh, anvil smashing, uh, rock smashing, excuse me, uh-huh. that background looked like matte covering. Oh, it did? I didn't notice. Really Maybe bad. you're right with all the elves, and then there's uh, one in, all the dwarves. And rather. then there's one in episode three that's really bad that I didn't Yeah, look. episode three, it's funny. I thought the special effects and the sets and everything looked really good in episode two. In episode three, I thought it went kind of uh, yeah. dollar store, low rent Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, so that is another criticism where we'll get into it when we do episode three. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, I'm like, oh, there's a lack of consistency here. Almost like, did you not have time? Like you had more time for episode two. You put more effort in it in post. Um, all their special effects really, well, they look really good 
from far away like vista shots yes and They're, you get a lot of that immaculate. in episode two and it looks great they yeah. it always looks good um it's when it has to like kind of become uh physical with the actors where it starts to look a little clunky to me. Right. Well, it's because it's a lot of green screen. They're not Correct. actually interacting. I hate that. I hate that. It's like well, Star they're, Wars. They're not equals. actually. They're not interact. They're not interacting with the environment. Correct. Yeah. Um, that's the problem. And it's almost like this part, like uncanny valley effect, <laughs> uh, where you're like something's off here. Yeah. Um, it doesn't approach that level, but yeah, I see what you're saying for mm-hmm. sure. Um, so we have the scene with the Horfoots. Uh, should we just jump ahead to when we get to? Well, I wanted to, let's just start off right away with uh-huh. how this show, this episode starts. And Gladriel decides that she's oh, going yes. to swim the channel. Oh, God. You know what, though? <laughs> At least I was wrong. We're like, she's just not going to, she's not just going to swim back. But she probably should have died. Yeah. And it's only by blind luck that she gets away. And then, oh, well, by they, the way, she's the most unlikable character I've seen in a long time. She's oh, this awful. is she, this is not. They think they're making her a girl boss. This is not a girl she's boss. She's just an asshole. She's an asshole, and she's a fucking <laughs> ingrate. She has no gratitude for anyone that she's, saves her. In she's this show. a piece of shit to everybody. She's a fucking spoiled, entitled, pretentious, condescending who this was a good, brat. Who? What? Like? And this is not to do with the actress. Like I'm saying, like sometimes actors. She only has worse. what she has to work with. She has with. what she's got, but like those lines and how she she's influenced people all the she's time. Awful. Yes, and she, she goes down on everybody saved all the time. You. Yeah, yeah. She it's, just thinks she's better than everybody. It's really bad. Uh, I wouldn't say it's luck though, because the whole thing about uh, the Middle Earth stuff is that like the there's a certain fate to it. G- the guy for sure, but she's yeah. taking a risk though. Of From course. her perspective, it's luck. I understand. Yeah. From us, yes. There's fate at work. There's yeah. divine uh, providence at work. I, I get all that. Yeah. Uh, and I agree with you there. Um, so I'm not saying I don't. It's not like I'm watching this. I'm going, oh. Phew, she, but she, she thought she can just swim the sundering seas. Yeah. I'm, say, <laughs> I'm saying it more as a comment on her stupidity as a character. Yeah. I'm not saying it's unrealistic that she got saved. I'm like, of course she's going to get saved. Not just because it's her show, mm-hmm. but because, oh, in the context of the Middle Earth world, important characters, they have divine. Yeah. Thing, things looking over their shoulder. So exactly. that, that's fine. But I'm just saying from your perspective as a character, you don't know that for sure. You no. never know that for sure as a character in this world. No. So you have decided, I'm going to go all the way to the end of the earth, mm-hmm. about to get in and then jump out and probably die. Yeah. And just hope just swim. Uh, there's not a sea monster that whips, like Dory. Uh, grabs me down with their tentacle and eats me. Yeah, um, you're an idiot. I had a problem. And I don't with have also, respect for you. I also had a problem. Not only that she was swimming because I thought that was a little. That was just. <laughs> I'd start laughing when I first saw it. But like, yeah. b- she would before, take off the rope, wouldn't she? Not only that, how they filmed it, they filmed it like it was like Jaws. I thought yeah. Jaws was going to come and like try eat her. Well, I think they were trying to do that though. They're trying to create suspense. Like, is the but monster? Why? Is there going to be a sea monster? Okay, but you have to give some kind of like other kind of cue other than. The cool, and I wrote this note down later. Other than the cool close-up slow motion of her like looking around, right, as yeah. the water splashing into her face, I don't get any sense of like evil or like danger is lurking from anything. No, that's no, going I agree. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just looks I actually like thought she was shots. just gonna keep. Yeah, you're right. I, I just thought she was just gonna keep swimming. It it was. I didn't, I never got a sense it. of foreboding for sure. No, no, it was nothing like that. Maybe like I don't know. You see a tail or something. It's something. You give us something right. that there's some doom there because you can't be doing the under the water shots 
because that's yeah. you're telling no, no, under the water you're, you're telling a visual story that 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 wasn't important. there at that point yeah. either so i i don't know i didn't like that um so then we go uh what you were saying uh the next scene is the hardfoots the hardfoots yeah and that's where we see our heroine another heroine uh nori is talking to gandalf jesus yes she sees gandalf jesus for the first dumb time. gandalf jesus he comes off as stupid oh yeah he, he comes off as very dumb i'm we don't know for sure yet that he's gandalf but i'm gonna say he's gandalf yeah let's, let's say until i'm wrong if i'm wrong then i'll apologize yeah. but he's gandalf <laughs> i mean he does magic shit with his fingers so yeah you know yeah um but he's definitely jesus also <laughs> yes but like there are some dumb lines in this like the girl's like why are you helping him and she's like i just know he's important yes and i'm like this is such bad writing why are you commenting on your own story uh-huh. obviously he's important he's a man who fell from a comet yeah <laughs> that's important but her friend had a good point her friend made some her good friend points. had a good point this guy could be dangerous yeah she's right <laughs> i'm like i'm right. sitting there i'm like that is that is a valid and that, argument, and that's what I'm saying. Like the dialogue there, and it's a reflection of both. That you're actually building, you're actually character building yeah. through these two uh, different points of view towards how they should treat this man. Yeah, and what st- is like? Hey, she no. touches him right away. I'm yeah. sorry, maybe because I'm in the year 2022 and I'm not in some fantastical uh, well, she's early in, Earth. Yeah, but like, she touches him right away. Like, I'd be afraid of like radioactivity. No, maybe I like, blow up. She's if like I an in- this that guy. I, works. She's an innocent girl lives on a fucking Oof. village among nomadic horfuts, you know, yeah. nomadic hobbits. So um, that that tracks, but and it, it does also track that she uh, ignores the potential dangers. Like, yeah, but I'm deciding to help him. Like, I have a yeah. feeling about this. Whatever. That all tracks. Um, but but yeah, it's it's a pretty good scene i think they under dialogue and it's actually kind of interesting they undercut these scenes a lot though they undercut these scenes a lot though in in the same way marvel does a lot in that like we're seeing something important and dramatic happen and we're you know we're getting something okay with it and then we're going to undercut it with a joke constantly oh yeah i hate that dude that's become a trend in film it's happened a lot especially in this show like if it happens once okay i get the joke like i didn't mind that they're arguing and he's falling down the hill. Yeah, okay, right. Great. That's a fun game. But I don't. I don't need uh, two other gag. Well, uh, dialogue gags. I would say, uh, preceding that, because then you're you're just you're making Dude, it feel just, cheap. I agree, and opinion. it's this trend where, like in movies and TV, everyone's just they're just terrified of being earnest. Yeah, can't be earnest. Like you, it can't get too dramatic. We need to undercut it. It's got to keep it light or or we don't want it to come off as melodramatic i don't know but it's just like they want to avoid sincerity sincerity and earnestness mm-hmm. when they can or I, people like funny things more than dramatic things i don't know but it's i i absolutely agree with you and that's a trend an overall larger trend in yeah. film and television today i can't stand it um it's just it's hollow to me um so Nori decides she's going to help him. Her friend Poppy is uh, going to help her begrudgingly. Um, yes. And, you know, they have him sleep uh, essentially in a makeshift tent. Then we have a pretty good transition into the story of the uh, healer woman and the elf. Uh, uh-huh. It was a good. I liked how they moved into, like, production wise, how they moved from scene into that scene. I, I liked. 
I can't hate on that too much. Uh, but then, like we said earlier, it I th- I felt like I was just watching a set in that scene. Very set-ish in that scene. I also even this scene I did not like. Uh, you know, I'm, I don't like any of these scenes with these people. No, I don't like them at all. They, actually, they're so I don't. Wanna, they're the least interesting. The elf's name is Aaron Deer, right? Mm-hmm. And the healer's name is Bronwyn. I feel like there is negative charisma happening here. <laughs> Am I wrong? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't like her at all. I actually liked him a little more in episode three, frankly. Yeah, well, we um, become superhero. But I want to like him. You know, I don't know. I mean, there are they're also having them as characters do stupid things. So yes. this guy sees the tunnel. A dark, scary so they, tunnel. Yes. Yeah, so, so let's just to, to go back. The village that they go into that they saw was like ruined. Is Destroyed. actually ruined. They're they're amongst the ruins. Yeah, yeah. So and they find ahead. he vi- basically finds an entrance to some other place. Yeah. Clearly dark, eerie, evil, scary. Yeah. And he just decides to go off on his own and yeah. go play detective. Yeah. And I don't understand this. Like again, this is <laughs> like go tell somebody. Go dude. tell the elves. Go tell the elves. Tell your superiors. Bring a team because yeah. either you're going to A, find nothing, mm-hmm. or you're going to find a bunch of evil that had the capabilities of raising a village to the ground, yeah. and you're not going to be able to handle yourself. No. Because there's too, too many. Like, there's, no, there's no benefit to going down there. Like This is just the, the TV show saying, making the writers going, yeah, we're just making this guy go down here now because we uh, have to build suspense and we have to move the story forward. Correct. So, like, you've abandoned your post. Yeah. You haven't told the elves where you are. Nope. You find a destroyed city. Okay, that's important. Mm-hmm. Go back and tell... Oh, now you found a tunnel. That's even more important. Oh, there's something going on here. Yeah. That And uh, they just ended the war. Yep. And you just found all this shit happening. Yep. You're like, huh, shit's going down. Mm-hmm. Let me go tell my buddies, which we find out later were enslaved somehow... So whatever, somehow. maybe it was somehow is the key word there. Yeah, but maybe they went around and they started raiding other human towns or raided sure. the posts, and he was got he was destined to be among them anyway, no matter what happened. Okay, but it doesn't matter as a character; it's a stupid thing to do, and it actually yeah. doesn't make, really make sense. No, and uh, I started laughing again. I laughed a lot while watching this show when they did like the uh, forlorn love music. Oh. When when they're about to separate, yeah, like we're supposed to give a shit. <laughs> we just met these people, and he's and, like, and they have negative charisma. <laughs> yeah, no one cares, man. I don't care. I don't care. I and get also, no like, sense of anything really from these two. Like, oh, you're going like uh, I, I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not crossing the sea yeah. to go to another continent. I'm going down to this tunnel to check it out. Might get killed, but like. If I'm fine, I'm going to come back and go. Your village is 10 minutes away. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. No. Uh, it is so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. That, I, let's just move on. Let's just move on. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Um, so now we've, we've started at a pretty good, eh, we start with Galadriel, which is like whatever. Then mm-hmm. we raise it up a bit with the Horfoots, and then we go down a bit more now with the Elf. In terms of quality, yeah, uh, um, but but now we uh, we go to yeah Elrond, Elrond, and uh, <laughs> Calabrimbor. Calabrimbor. I I need Calabrimbor in every episode. Why? <laughs> I the 
the glint and twinkle in his eye and Dude, and he's a creep and and the I don't like him the little smirks on the corner of his he's mouth always, yeah it's i need this in every episode it's like he's hiding a dirty secret uh yeah well it's like pedophile <laughs> like do you have child elven porn in your room <laughs> he hangs out with jared from subway yeah exactly <laughs> i don't trust him like, I look at his face. I'm like, I don't trust your no, face. No, and I think we're not supposed to because I think it's Are obvious sh- that he builds the rings. Oh, yeah, he does. Oh, so, for sure. oh he, he he brings it up. He basically says something like that in that scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we'll talk, we'll talk about that. Uh, but, like, I just I, – I need this guy so much more because it's so bad it's good. He really yeah, – it's it, bad. It is so bad it's good. And I love it because it's – so corny it's so corny and like i get nothing from this guy that he was a smith that he's like the top smith i get no sense i get more of, of a sense that he's a fashion designer yeah <laughs> and I'm, i know that might sound homophobic but it i'm i don't mean it that way i just he does well i don't even get a sense i don't of like i do you get a sense that he has calluses on his on his fingers not only that but like no one <laughs> and two get a set because like he is supposed to be like sort of like a blacksmith right yeah but i guess they have him more as like this inventor this nerdy inventor is what they're going with right i, I guess but even then he does it i don't know i get no sense of gravitas of intelligence like great intelligence i should say like it's not like he comes off as stupid but i you know if you're not gonna ha- if you're gonna <laughs> do this whole thing where there's a, supposed to be this aura of reverence around him, yeah. which is what you're you've yes. basically established him to be, yeah. um, I should get that. Like Ga- like Ian McKellen Gandalf's a great example. Mm-hmm. Like you get such and obviously Ian McKellen's a brilliant actor, so you know it's a bit unfair, I guess. Yeah. Um, but you know this is a billion dollar show. There's a lot of people you could have gotten. We'll talk about you that know what I mean later. So, yeah. but you get instantly a gravitas instantly this sense of like it's good casting like you get a sense like oh this guy runs shit Mm -hmm. this guy is one to be listened to this guy is a wise wizard he has wisdom he has uh things that we like he has qualities of a leader of a of a brilliant wizard or a brilliant inventor in this guy's case yeah uh and you don't get a sense of it at all like elrond i actually think the kid you do get a sense of like he's he does have a certain gravitas. He's young. He's smart. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you get a sense of like, uh, you know, he's precocious. He has a certain wisdom about him, mm-hmm. even though he doesn't fully understand the world yet, like the other people do. You get none of that with uh, Nebuchadnezzar or whatever his name <laughs> Nebuchadnezzar. is. Nebuchadnezzar. What's his name? Morpheus. Yeah. <laughs> Calabrimbor. 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 Uh, so he... Essentially, what this scene is is one big exposition. Yes. In that Calabrimbor showing the Willy Wonka chocolate factory <laughs> inventions, <laughs> the hammer. So yes, so it's about it. It it, it serves two pur- purposes, mainly exposition, but also gives at least saying what his uh, his character is, and at also, least a little bit. Thank God. They yeah, and what and what Elrond's going to be doing with him. Yeah, but right? it was it was t- a little too on the nose. I thought his character motivations it was a little bit too much like oh i gotta tell the fucking audience what's what i'm what i'm about yeah i mean i think that this scene was like we have to like get him in the lab yeah talk about the inventions (laughs) talk about the fall of man fall of man hammer bring up the uh like foreshadow the rings of power yeah 
like we gotta we gotta move it here it yeah it, it feels uh yeah very um it's not it's not subtle no. it's blunt it's very so, blunt cal brimbor talks about the better elf uh elvin smith before him who was able to essentially he created this hammer this beautiful hammer uh that's able to break the cimmerils and th- uh-huh. that's what caused like the war and the fall of, Ma- of Morgoth. He's he's paradise lost. He's fucking Lucifer essentially. Right. And uh, Calibrimbor wants to build something as beautiful as that axe and his other stuff because he feels like he uh, hasn't done anything with his life, even though he's considered the best Elven Smith. Yeah, and he's around, and he's supposed to be revered and loved, and yeah. And, but he doesn't have any. Stuff. He doesn't feel that. Sure. So. I guess exa- from his perspective, and, it's different. And I would say that is really good. Yeah. If you were putting shades of that and you saw like a little bit here and there and to build to something, that's great. Instead of just saying to the audience, hey, this is what I really think right now. Yeah, this is how I feel. Let me tell you how I feel about yeah. myself. Yes. As I'm telling you, uh, listen, guy, uh, we need to make this big tower with a forge. <laughs> right. We need this done. Oh, we don't have the workforce. Oh, okay. Well, this is how we're going to get the dwarves involved in this story. Right. Okay. And it happens really quick. A lot of things in this show just it's it's so slow in some respects and then other things happen just so quickly. It is all over the place with spacing. Yeah. Well, let's go with the terrible transition which I I thought was terrible. Mm-hmm. Was when he brings up the dwarves Elrond. Yeah. And they just cut to them in their nice robes. Yes. Walking. So yeah, yeah. In a mountain. <laughs> to the dwarven line. And there's no they have no backpacks. There's no fucking back. There's no carriage. There's no bodyguards. There's no other. If you watched Lord of the Rings, you'd be like, wow, they had this whole thing, this fellowship. They had all their things. These guys just willy nilly. Just fucking showed up. Like they teleported. Or like it was around the block. So I'm like, how'd they get there? Game of Thrones season six. Yeah, dude. That was, that's, that might have been the worst transition of the whole show so far over the last two episodes. Like just show up in Dwarverland. I think they were wearing the same clothes too. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And they look, uh, absolutely spotless yeah yeah yeah. like they haven't walked like natalie portman in episode two when she's running around the sand yeah in a white thing right right and it doesn't doesn't affect her (laughs) yeah exactly but like also just to undercut (sighs) this guy a bit calabrimbor yeah like and and it's 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 an excuse (laughs) for exposition this is why this is the case but he does it he doesn't know anything about the dwarves. Okay, can we talk about this? I was going to bring this up actually in episode two, uh, three. We can all go and probably talk about it again. Uh-huh. But here's the th- and I agree with you. There has to be better ways of getting exposition across to has our to audience be. instead of making people who live for a thousand years or more, like uh, Galadriel and Celebrimbor. They've been around for a thousand years. Yeah. Old. They're, How do they're they not ancient. know anything? Yeah. Calibrimbor doesn't know anything Calibrimbor? about Calibrimbor? Elrond know knows more than you? Yeah. Like, that should have been like, yeah, the dwarves do this and then. He's like, yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I know. I've been alive for a thousand more years than you, dude. I, I know saw them about created. The dwarves. Yeah. <laughs> I was there in their infancy. Yeah. But he's like, yeah, I know the king. Their buddies are like, oh, how do you open the door? I it's don't know. so bad. Like, dude, did you, were you, you've been a recluse yeah. in, El, in your elven lab? Galadriel for, for five thousand years. Galadriel doesn't really know anything about fucking men or Numenor in the third episode. Yeah, like it's they they have to do better ways of getting information across than making people who are supposed to be wise, intelligent, and 
I don't want to say know-it-alls, but they know a lot. Uh, yeah. Know nothing because these people seem like they know nothing. This is the thing. They're not. It's the same. I was saying with the first episode. They're not differentiating between who elves are and who man is. They're just treating them like human beings. Yeah. Like she's just a young, precocious warrior. She's been around for centuries. So Elrond, young, precocious, on his way to be a leader. Mm-hmm. He's been around for centuries. Calibrimbor. He's fucking ancient. Yeah. He's a legend already in his community, in a community of immortals. Yep. So he he should know everything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. and here's the thing, though. With this kind of exposition, you really didn't need it. No. You could have had Celebrimbor go, okay, go get them. Yeah. He didn't even have to come with he, him. He could have also said... Yes, I greatly admire yes, that too. the dwarven craftsmanship. <laughs> yeah. Rather than say I uh I liked I've it from m- afar, but I don't know anything. Yeah, I've met many a dwarven blacksmith who's taught me some things. I met yeah. this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. Uh I know the king because the king's old as shit. Yeah. I know I've met the king before. I don't have a relationship with him. Like you could still do the or whole how Elrond. About, or how about Elrond says what do you think about bringing in dwarves? Oh, you used to be friends with Durin, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. There's a good one. <laughs> very oh. easy. Yeah, it's very this simple, man. This is very simple stuff. But Instead of making a guy who is supposed to be... Ancient. Ancient. And again, like we said, know everything, or at least mostly everything, come across as a fucking doofus. Yeah. D- as it, a child molesting doofus. Yeah, and it actually doesn't even make sense, though. No, like it's it in, doesn't. It's incoherent. It's not... It wouldn't... I, I don't buy it. I don't buy that this is the case. You're an ancient elf. An ancient, brilliant elf. Correct. And also, you craft things, and yeah. you don't know about the dwarves? Who are expert craftsmen. Yes. <laughs> what are you talking about? They build everything. It makes no sense. It really makes no sense. So uh, so they teleported to Kazam Doom. Yeah. Uh, which was really cool to see, especially when you see it in the Fellowship of the Ring, the movie. You see Chasm Doom uh, in its splendor and when it was... Yes, uh, which is also... This is part of the shame of this show sucking. Yeah. So I'm like, man, if this was a good show, this would have been really cool. Yeah. It would have been really cool cool when you go back and walk... uh, and walk, Watch The Fellowship. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I liked it. I liked the whole... Once he was in there, I liked the whole Dwarven sequence. Getting Elrond in there was played for laughs again. Again. Uh, which I didn't really care for. That I didn't mind so much, just because the dwarves are kind of. But what I'm saying is, if, it, if it's always happening, you yeah, it's are cheap. making it when it actually does happen and it happens and it works well. It's like oh, okay, yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, Elrond essentially tells Celebrimbor, "I'm friends with Doran. I'm going to go in, uh, but he uh, has trouble getting in. Yeah, and we, we'll find out later. But and Celebrimbor also just like acts and looks confused. Yeah. Like, oh, and where's Celebrimbor Kel- supposed to go when Elrond goes in? He's going to go back to his carriage that they parked around the block. I don't know. He, it's another thing that doesn't make sense. Just, Why it doesn't make sense that they just show up like that? <laughs> yeah, it, it's pretty like, bad. Why are you guys rushing things so much? No. Yeah. I don't understand. It's a television show. Yeah. You have time. You you certainly do have time. Um. So, what what was he? Elrond uh, invokes uh, the something of, of Tarth. 
yeah, the right of Tarth. The right, uh, like your right to challenge, yeah, the prince or some dwarf to a contest of metal. Yeah, so that's that's what he does, and that's why they bring him in, and they bring him into the kingdom, and you have these great shots of what the kingdom looks like. That looked awesome. I the thought. music was a little over dramatic. I agree. <laughs> so that was a little over the top. Uh, but listen, we it's had almost to get the music was in. like trying to tell us this is really important. The music in episode two in particular, there are some things that are actually are really good in it. I liked uh, the stuff at the end, uh, the music at the end, but the mm -hmm. music during these parts, uh, very bombastic, over the top and corny. Uh, yes. And yeah, like you said, it was trying to say this is important. Pay attention. Like we, but it. it's, We've, we haven't met the dwarves yet. We know this is important. Yeah. It, it was Let just, us just enjoy it. Whatever. You know, I, like you, you talked about musical cues. It's too much. Yeah. I will say the dwarves don't look so great. I don't really like. Oh, they, you don't like their big noses. They look. Yeah. No. They look a little cartoonish. Cartoonish. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, <laughs> look well, a little cartoonish. It's a, it's a little uh, like like a stencil. Like they've just normalized. Every, they've given everybody the same face. Yeah, I agree. You know. Yeah. If you watch, and the Hobbit movies are pretty bad. Don't get me wrong. It reminded me of the Hobbit movies. But some of them look different. Yeah. Because you needed, because uh, some of the guys who are in the Hobbit are very attractive men. So you got <laughs> to ugly them up. You can't ugly them up too much, though. Right. You okay. Know? Can't give them the bulbous nose. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what, Richard Armitage or whatever? That's his name, right? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, who plays uh, Balin? Or, uh, he's okay. a very handsome man. So they are mm -hmm. not going to ugly that guy up. And there's a couple other good looking dudes in there. So you could have put a few of that in there. You know, normal looking dudes instead of everyone looks like they're fucking, you know, uh, not white bearded Santa Claus. Yeah, basically. You know, that's that's what the dwarves. With the giant look cartoon like. nose. <laughs> yeah, they're all. And they <laughs> look. I mean, they look all, like basically interchangeable. Yeah. No, I definitely it's agree. It's a with shitty. You. It, it's a shitty attention to g detail. So that it's I almost like. like they made the same prosthetic for everybody. That's what I'm saying. They yeah. nor they they mass produced it. Yeah. They yeah. mass produced a dwarven face. I agree. I agree with it's that. Assem it's assembly line dwarves. Mm -hmm. um, so before anything happens, we then cut again, and Nori is racing to see uh, Gandalf, and he's drawing on a stone. There's creepy, creepy, creepy whispers. It happens a lot in this episode. It happens with Galadriel also. Yeah. Uh, she sneaks up on him. He goes nuts. Yeah, this is one of those moments where I'm like, is this guy slow i think this yeah this is also another thing that i think a, a visual cue where they're trying to tell us this is gandalf because remember when he goes to bill uh bilbo in fellowship of the rings and he's like i'm not a i'm not a common petty thief and like uh -huh. the world changes and it gets dark the same thing kind of happened here oh it did oh yeah, I didn't so notice. i think okay. i think it was trying they were trying to do a visual cue yeah they like have that. little they have little clues yes correct um so, but he gets soothed by this strange voice, which I can only happen to think that this is Middle Earth's God who sent him, telling him uh -huh. that the Harfoot Nori is not an enemy of his. And, or something. and listen, maybe yeah, he is supposed to exactly. be stupid. Like, maybe he hasn't gotten his, like, maybe the crash fucked him up and gave him amnesia or something, and he is, like, well, a little slow right now. You would think if you so, can talk to Fireflies, you can talk to people. I don't know. Fireflies are pretty stupid. You know what I mean? Like he's still connected they can't to be nature. That they can't be that stupid if they know what constellations look like. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, there's you know things like that that undercut the intelligence of our characters, which are pretty crappy. 
Anyway, he start, she wants to know where he is, who he is, where he comes from, what he wants. These are all normal questions to ask. Sure. He's a man who fell from the sky. And he just, like, like an animal, takes a stick and just starts drawing into Derp. the, into the uh, soil. And I don't know what he was drawing. Yeah. I don't think anyone knows. I don't think the directors and writers knew. I don't think so either. Because it was nothing. Just because I, I don't... Uh... It was just them. no. It was just lines. He, like it meant nothing. And as he's drawing, they uh, cross-cutted with Nori's father breaking his ankle, as if yeah. like he had the power of breaking his ankle as he was. Which I'm gonna no, guess no, comes that's... down to the fate shit. I don't think so. You know, you know what's. You know, I don't know if it happens in episode four because mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet. But um, he's gonna heal him. Yeah, I think at some point. I think he's going to hit. I think that's why they had him break the ankle. Exactly. Oh, stupid. He's going to make Wingardia a wand. Leviosa. Yeah. He's going to, he's going to make a wand out of a branch or some shit uh, and heal him, which would be fine. I think that's going to be like the reveal that he's like a wizard. Yeah. Even though, I mean, there's always been some reveals like fucking with the, you know, making the constellation and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so Nori's father breaks his foot, uh, which causes problems because they're about everything. Uh, everything is about to happen in this show, so <laughs> they're about to go on their pilgrimage. So of course he breaks his foot, and yeah. they're all worried about that now, which makes sense. I would be worried. Which too. makes sense in a nomadic in a caravan. Yeah, yeah in a, you're gonna a nomadic get caravan. Behind. It's it's a problem, especially as a man, because you are you're supposed to bear the physical labor. Yes, and they're explicit about that, and that's that's that works. That makes sense. Yes. Uh, then we go back into the Sundering Sea where Galadriel is still swimming. Uh, more Jaws-type filmmaking. She whips out a knife as if that's going to fucking yeah, do which anything. which makes her look stupid yeah. and arrogant. Yeah, I could take on a whole big thing with Are just my knife. Are you kidding me? You're dead. Yeah. You have to swim, dude. You <laughs> just hope it doesn't grab you. Yes. Anyway. Uh, what's going on here? Your so, heavy, wet gown. Yeah. I would be naked at that point, I think. She would have to. Like, just take it off and have her wear... She's wearing some leotard or something underneath that she... I don't know. Yeah. That's why they didn't have her take it off. But, like, it doesn't make sense. It's weighing her down. Yeah. I, I agree. Again, shitty attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Uh, she sees a, like, a, fl- a castaway float full of people coming yeah, towards some make- it. Yeah, some makeshift boat of... Yes. It looks really shitty. She calls for it. Uh, here is a good line that I thought was delivered not well and it was also just because when she's about to come in and the guy who we find out later is Halbrand. yeah and she's about to come in and he pauses her and he says the tides <clears throat> excuse me what did i write the tides of fate are flowing they're either going to let you in or they're going to let you out which i thought was actually a pretty good line yeah I like but, that line. but how but how it's delivered and how like everything is like like you said spoken in this show it just comes across as more uh, elevated speech that's right. just like no one really talks like that except for when they're trying to prove a point but when everyone talks like that all the time it kind of loses its meaning yes, about correct. what's going on um, so she's allowed in uh, one of the women just brings her up she says fuck it we gotta bring her in she goes in she's being given water a crabby guy says he needs answers first he says they were stranded because they were attacked by some kind of creature they call it a worm and they realize she's an elf and as and supposedly that's just so hard they have that's so bad 
they have to just kick her off because I mean, she's that's an the elf. Thing. It's like so. It's this increasing. Like I guess there's a. I'm like there's a serious prejudice and enmity between elves and men. I guess, but even if that's true, what do you think she's gonna kill you? Yeah. Like, why are you kicking her off? You like, hate instinctually them that much. too. Yeah. It's like instinct. Like I automatically I see that. Like, I oh, hate elf. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's kind of like she's an orc. Jarring. Yeah. And then the woman who. Which I liked. I liked that it was, the woman brought her in. I liked that it was the woman who kicked her off. Because if it was another character, if it was other characters who kicked her off, I'd be like, that's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like everybody hates her. There's all a of few. A sudden. Yeah, I won't get into it. But like, I was glad that the woman actually kicked her off. Um, so she's off. And they see in the distance, they think it's another ship coming. But surprise, it happens to be their old ship that was supposed to be destroyed, but it's not. And now it's on top of the sea monster, and the sea monster is charging after them. Yes. What do you think about this scene? Um, whatever. I mean, I didn't care. <laughs> I'm like, oh, they could she's so gonna live. Yeah, I mean, I you know, but how much do you do with it? Listen, you needed the sea monster to come in to destroy them so they could get saved by the ship, I guess. Yeah. Make something dramatic. I know Galadriel and the other guy are gonna live. Mm-hmm. Um. It did allow, I guess, for uh, a character moment in terms of uh, developing a character of Hillebrand when he comes back to save her after they separate and everybody's dead. And she's like, you abandoned them and um, makes him turn out to be a piece of shit, basically, yeah. who's willing to do anything to survive, yeah. which I guess is the idea. Um and that's what allowed that's what the sea monster attack allowed for to happen. And also it gives an opportunity for him to save her to develop their relationship. So I get it. Mm-hmm. Um it's just kind of a lame scene. I don't, you know. Yeah. I'm zoning out while I'm watching it, you know what I mean? Yeah, it could have been done better. I th- I thought It's it also lame because I don't I have no sympathy for Galadriel. No. I'm like this is what should happen. I also don't This is why you don't jump off the ship. And I don't I know she's going to live. Yeah, cuz it's the second episode of a series. Yeah. She ain't going to die. So right. where's the drama? I don't know. Uh, I mean, at least we got to see the sea monster actually eat people. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> that was pretty fucked up. Yeah. I was glad that we actually saw that. Um, then we cut back to uh, the rock uh, cutting uh, scene. Yeah. Which, and these were the best scenes. Uh, I thought they, I thought Elrond and Durin stole the show. It's petty theft. <laughs> But they stole the show. I agree. Um, they're going back and forth, and Elrond winds up deciding to uh, quit. Well, he loses. He's out of strength. I think he decided to. Really? Yeah. That's think, even worse. I think he was... purposely did that. Yeah. He did? Yeah. Why do you think that? I got to watch that again then. He grips it stronger, and he like looks at him like like this is a dick measuring contest. I think he purposely breaks it, and then he quits. I think oh, he could have okay. gone the entire time. That was zoning out. Because he was, was watching. Because also Duran was like looking at him. Yeah, and said, yeah. Like you should, you should quit. I'm the like kind of that kind right, of thing. Right. Yeah. He's, at you. Yeah, and I'm I not. Think he did on purpose. I'm not going to show up, the prince, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he winds up winning. Uh, part of it is if he lost, he was going to be banished forever. Yes. We forgot. I forgot to say that. Um, that's the contest. You get banished the when the dwarven lands. Correct. So he's going to get uh, banished, but 
but he asks, can Durin, uh, you know, uh, be the one that escorts them out so they can talk. And Durin says, okay, sure. And this is where we find, we, this is, there were some interesting things going on in the scene while they were on the elevator going up to, I guess, the exit of uh, the yeah. kingdom. This is actually a nice scene where you get a, a clear divide between the nature of elves and yeah, dwarves. Because when you're and immortal. Really elves and mortal beings. Exactly. Because when you're immortal, 20 years doesn't seem that long. Yeah. But when you're a dwarf who has a lifespan of whatever, even if it's 80 years, whatever, 20 years of it is uh, a long, a ass long time. time that you are not there. Right. And a lot of things happen in your life in 20 years. So I liked, I hope they go more into this actually in the show because uh, I just find it interesting. It's something that they didn't really go into in the movies, uh, nor really should they. They didn't have enough time. Yeah, that's um, what I'm saying. Yeah, you got a TV show. But this is this is this is interesting. There's more opportunities for intimacy here. I liked it. Yeah, I, you didn't, I you didn't see it. me get married. Never met my wife. You never met my kids. And you empathize like, with both of them. Yeah, you you know, and Elrond is big enough to admit, oh, sometimes because I'm an elf, I just fail to realize that there's other beings that have lifespans, and yeah. I the, was friends with him. And yeah, I, this is I did wrong, and right. I didn't mean to do wrong, but I did wrong here. And, like, it's the first time you get a sense of, like, oh, the elves are different. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And, you know, Durin tells him, listen, I got married. I had kids, and you weren't there for any of it. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm really sorry I didn't, you know, 20 years is really nothing for me, so I don't think about these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I have more, you know, elf things to think about. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so what happens is... How did he get him to go to the thing to, to see his wife? Uh, that happen? I think he asked to meet her because oh, he's never met them. Right. Yeah, And he apologizes. Like, apologize? He's like, I'd love him. to meet them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's like, he's just going to stay to see them and then leave. Like, yeah. I'm not staying for dinner. Yeah. So he comes, he goes into the, the I guess the palace. Uh, Durin tells Elrond, you're not going to stay for dinner. You're just going to go in and out. Say hello to my wife and children. Apologize. We meet Duran's wife, who I didn't even catch her name. Diza, right? Diza? Diza. Princess Diza? Princess Diza. Yeah. She uh, automatically uh, invites him for dinner. Yeah, which you knew was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, right this away. Is this right is fine. Right away. I actually didn't. I remember watching clips of this scene, like a clip of the scene when the show before the show came out. I was like, oh, this is going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually thought this scene was, was pretty it fun. It was fine. We, we got a good sense of the love between... Uh, the husband and wife. Yeah. They seem very horny for one another. Yes. Uh, she talks about how uh, sh- her job, which is to sing to the mountain. Yes. And uh, to find precious ore and and minerals. So I'm, I'm and sure. And that's how he met her. I'm sure that's going to come up at some point. Yeah. In the show. That'll be fun. <laughs> um, so that's what she does. That's what they all do, I guess, to they speak to the mountain. And he, you know, loves her, whatever. Elrond sees this. Uh, they talk. Uh, and what winds up happening is uh, they come together. Uh, Durin's going to wind up listening to his proposal. Correct. Long story short. Uh, he does listen to it. We just don't. It just happens off screen. It happens off screen. Yeah. But, you know, it takes a little bit for him because Durin the whole time is like, I don't want to listen to him too much. This is bullshit. Whatever, whatever. He was gone. But his wife prods him, and he winds up giving up and mm-hmm. saying, after they talk about the tree and how love is given to it, 
So that's mm-hmm. you get a sense that Durin actually loves Elrond, uh, yes. subtextually. Yeah, uh, platonically, cares about obviously. him platonically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cares about him as a friend. Correct. And because they make the planting of the tree not only just as about his family, but it's about his love for his friend Elrond. Yeah. Um, then we go back to fucking Galadriel and Halbrand. We find out who Halbrand is. He has a fucking medallion that's going to come into play later. Uh, you know, they have this, the talking about just, I don't know who people are. Who they are. Yeah. Who I am. I'm sorry. I'm just going to tell people. She she would know who Halbrand is when we find out later in episode three. Uh-huh. Who he is, Galadriel, who's been around for a thousand years, and should know everything, because she did. Uh, she should know who Halbrand is and how he's important, right? Mm, nope. Well, not not in the purposes of this show. She's everyone's dumb, yeah. So she doesn't know. But who you're Halbrand right. It doesn't is. make sense as an elf. Really bad. So she doesn't or know. She who sucks. Is. She's she's a bad elf. She's not. <laughs> she in, does suck. She's not involved in. Uh, she doesn't have a high place yeah. in elven society, which she does, which isn't true. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we get in. We, She's not some fucking Oki no. who spends her time <laughs> in the fields. No. No. You know? No. She's a learned Or like just woman. hangs out at, at the elven village and just, you know, has a regular job and like is happy to, you know, live out their days among elven lands. Like, you know, the person who's like never left the, the country where they're from or city. Yeah. Um, you know, okay, those people probably exist as elves, but you are not one of them. No, no, you're a big. You've been all over shit. the world. You're a big shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, essentially, the scene was all get to uh, Halbrand relaying to Galadriel that orcs uh, burned down his his village from the Southlands, and yes. she's you know she says that you know I want to know where you're from exactly so I can kill this foe. Uh, you know, a couple corny lines. Yeah, are which also in confirms there. that Galadriel, Galadriel was right. Yes, correct. Yes, absolutely. Um, and then we have the visual metaphor that's on the nose that they're going to go into a storm. Yeah. It's coming close. Uh, God, we're t- this is only an hour long, and we just keep talking because it's just uh, whatever. Anyway, uh, then we go into the healer. She's in the town. She tells her kin that the other town was destroyed and that they found a tunnel. We need to get going. They don't listen to her at all. They just say, shut the fuck up. Stop scaring Woman, us. Woman, shut the fuck up. Woman, shut the fuck up. You are a dumb bitch. Get away. Yeah. Um, what, what's going on here? Uh, then we get the... Oh, the son. Uh, the son, he starts like fucking going a little nutty in his house. He's like banging some shit. And then he sees uh, the eye. And, yeah. you know, whatever. Uh, we, we know something's going to happen because there's someone underneath Well, this house. is when the show devolves into a slasher flick. Yeah. A horror slasher movie. Some of it wasn't bad, but, like, it just, it's weird. I hated it. Really? I didn't mind, I didn't mind uh, how it was done. I just minded that the, the it's like a mixture of uh, Jean, Jean. Uh, I guess. I, you, know, you know. That doesn't really she fit. goes She goes to the house. And he's hiding in the cupboard, and he yes. goes, go get help. And she was about to leave. She was about well, to leave her son. That's what I said. That's what I wrote. Go get help. <laughs> She's going to leave Motherfucker, get out of the cupboard. Yeah. We're running away. Yeah. She was going to leave her own son in the get cupboard. Get help from where? The, the assholes, you just told them there's evil coming. They don't believe you. None of them no. seem to like you. 
No. Who are you going to get to help? Elf lover, elf fucker. Yeah. What, are they going to bring their fucking uh, shovels and pitchforks? (laughs) What are they going to do? Okay. And here's another problem with this scene. We have been, uh, I don't want to say propagandized, Um, Pavlov's dog. Conditioned. We have been conditioned to kind of just see orcs as fodder. Yes. And just kind of like things that just get killed by our main characters. They made this orc seem like he's super scion. Yeah. Like you cannot fuck with an orc. And it. Well, honestly, I was thinking, like, is this a special orc? That Yeah. Well, it, the orc kind of came in cool. I like their animal masks. They look like spy versus spy a little bit. Yeah. Oh, no. But I, 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 I like it. They're creepy. I, I like it's that good. stuff. It's well I think done. it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Like, you get, like, occult vibes from them. Yes. I like it. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, because in the movies, the orcs are, are, for the most part, pretty shitty fighters, which is Terrible actually, th- that's the point. They're like not really trained. They're kind of just brutes. They you know are. What I mean, they can't really handle. They are Russians in major wars. They are just, just tossing. They are just bodies thrown in They're there, bodies. and they will overwhelm you by sheer numbers instead yeah. of. Uh, and obviously, like they skill. have physical strength, like they're big and strong. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, against a really skilled opponent like an Aragorn or whatever, mm-hmm. they're not going to stand a chance. No, um, it's their numbers that are the problem. Mm-hmm. And they're and they're. Uh, their propensity to just go forward they're not scared of death no so like they just go 150 percent all the time yeah um they're like the zer or like zergs yeah star crap you know <laughs> um but yeah like it's just they're having a real hard time and she just kind of gets lucky and cuts its head off yeah there's a f- yeah uh he gets stabbed by uh the kid he gets stabbed by the kid with scissors he gets like the red motion. Uh, it would be nice to have have her say what the red thing was beforehand to tell yeah. us like what that could do to somebody instead of just like throwing red shit at his face. But I guess it's just to slow him down. I don't even think it was anything it's supposed to be anything special. You you know what she's saying, also though. like yeah because we, she's like a healer. She's got special we gotta herbs check, and shit. We should check off guns some of these things. Right. <laughs> um, and we don't have time. No, we don't have time. So have time in the by sheer luck, she cuts off his head with a sword. Which she's probably never wielded before. No, but she got a perfect cut. Yeah. And the next scene, right when she's about to bring the sword down, you see her take the head of the orc and place it on the table and say, we're we're going to the Elven Tower. Yeah. First light in the morning. Uh, Another way of undercutting the moment with humor, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So that all happened. It was just... It's just jarring to see an orc just completely shithouse people after we saw orcs get shithoused for 20 years, like I yeah. said. Well, he comes off like the guy in Jeepers Creepers. Remember that? Did you ever see that movie? Yeah, he's huge. He's massive. Yeah, and the, he, the long, he seems like long unkillable. Yeah. And they should have no chance and he should have broken their necks immediately. Oh, in a real fight, this would be done in two seconds. Yeah. There's no way a woman and a child would have killed this thing. Right. And I just... And also, I don't... He fucking threw a table 20 feet. Right. With yeah, ease. He's superhuman. Yeah. So, you've already you've now established that as him, and then she, this woman who's not a fighter and doesn't have any skill of fighting, has never yeah. used a sword. And her dumbass kid. And her idiot kid killed her. Killed him. And also, so, I don't know. I thought this scene was... I hated it. Like, devolving to a slasher flick. A slasher flick where the people in it, the kid in the... 
mom should have no chance to kill this thing. No. Like, it's a, it's a bad slasher flick. Mm-hmm. You should be running away. Yeah. You should be running. Also, because if, I guess, unbeknownst to them, but if they did run away, it was daylight out. Mm-hmm. And the thing might have gotten fried or at least stopped, slowed down from the sun. So it actually yeah. was absolutely 100% the smartest thing to do. Yep. Um, and they know they stood their ground and get quote unquote lucky. Mm-hmm. It's just plot armor. Yeah. And they kill it. And frankly, I didn't even care if they died. No, I don't care if these people died. So I know they're not going to because they're important characters. Hopefully at some point they do. But there's no tension on that end either. No. No. Um, Because I could pretend, you know what I mean? Like our brain does, you know, the way our brains work, we experience a movie, even though we know, quote unquote, the person is going to survive. Yeah. There's still, there's still suspense sometimes and tension. Yeah. None of that's here because I don't care if she dies. It's not necessarily because I know she's going to live. It's because I don't really care. Yeah. We don't really know them. We don't know these characters really. Yeah. Um, Little I know, I don't like. No. These people are not likable. A lot of them aren't. Even the kid. No, the kid's... He's off like a prick. The kid's an asshole. Yeah. Um... Then we cut to uh, Galadriel and Halibrand are in the storm. They're in the perfect storm. Uh, they're doing all that jazz. She gets uh, struck by lightning yeah. on a raft, a small yeah. wooden raft. And the small wooden raft didn't get destroyed after it got struck well, by lightning. Well, she absorbed all of it, I think, right? I don't, I don't care if uh, a metal rod absorbed all of it. That thing would be destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, she falls into the water... Halbrand uh, decides to go into the... Cause she's, like, tied to an anchor a thing. And he cuts her off. And he's able to climb up uh, the rope with her in the middle of a crazy storm into a raft. The waves would yeah. be going... Also, you've just established that he's willing to let eight people die to save himself. Yeah. But... So, I'm didn't feel it was justified mm-hmm. in him going and risking his life to save this woman who's only had negative interactions with him. Yeah. And I also, I would assume she died. She got struck by lightning. Yeah. That's true too. Like, oh, she's probably fried already. I'm not going to risk that. I'm trying no. to survive. <laughs> yeah. I just met you. I'm just going to hold on to the mast. <laughs> yeah. I just met you. We're in a storm. So again, forced, yeah. this is forced behavior on part of the, excuse yeah. me, on part of the writers. Yeah, I uh, the scene didn't do like anything. You turned me. you already turned him into an asshole. It didn't need to be it I don't need to be discussing this scene. Yes. <laughs> it, it could have been cut. Right. You know, just have the storm and they survived it and yeah, that's and it. The, we don't need everything else. Up. Yeah. Correct. It's nonsense. But it's 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 the force <laughs> uh intimacy between the characters. Like now she owes him, mm-hmm. they like each other, all that shit. Yep. That's what it is. All right, guys. Uh, well, we're almost done with this. This has gone longer than I thought. Yeah. Um, we end with, well, we don't end, end, but Nori and uh, she's, you know, telling uh, Gandalf that they're leaving in the morning. He's able to telepathically break the lantern full of fireflies. He whispers to several of them and they, he makes a uh, constellation appear in the sky. Then he falls and because I guess he's weak, we don't really know why. Yeah, and he's the, used the, like his power to its extent yes. at this point because he's yeah. The weak fireflies weak. die once he gets weak, like he's ET. Yeah, and Elliot, <laughs> and you know I guess he's looking for a constellation. What this constellation really means, 
I don't know. How does she know he's looking for a constellation? How did she come to that conclusion? Did it seem a little... I don't know. I feel like I Jumping to conclusions like he's trying to look for that constellation? I would... But what... The thing is, they should give... I understand the mystery of what they want to do. That I get. But they need to give but a little bit... she figures it out, apparently. Yeah, but they also need to give a little bit more of like, what could this constellation mean? Is it pointing to somewhere? Some destination? Is... Yeah. What is the point of that? Well, I guess that's the mystery. We don't know. We just know he's looking for something. That's a bad mystery. I agree. You should you should have somewhat of an idea or at least several possibilities. Yeah. We, should we be just some, don't know anything. Something pointing forward. Exactly. That it we could can be anticipate. wrong. That's fine. Yeah. But like, it's just a constellation. What does that constellation mean? I see constellations in the sky. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Well, like... He has to go out to outer space. He came from a comet. Exactly. Does he have to go to a village where the constellation is is peering over? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, is it a metaphor? Mm-hmm. You know, but Nori's like, I think he wants to find that. Like, uh, what, Nori? What is this a constellation of? Like, you figure that out. And it just seems like, yeah, the writer's like, we'll figure it out later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Just, I set up anything. Uh, just feels lazy. Yeah. Uh, and then we cut to uh, the healer's son theo his blood builds up this evil sorcerer's sword uh he's obviously drawn to it uh and then they leave town because the orcs are about to i guess come people realize oh maybe she's not lying now they're gonna make it their way to the elven tower then we cut to galadriel and halibrand they're dehydrated sleeping on the raft that's not destroyed and a ship is over them we see a shadow we see a silhouette and we are going to have to assume that they get saved at yes. sea. That is how this episode ends. Very wrapping up, wrapped up quickly. And this can this thing they do this where they <laughs> where they like have this shadowy silhouetted figure on the ship. Yeah. Just show them. Yeah. We have no idea who these people are. No. Like we meet the guy next episode. Like you should have just shown him on the ship. Like what? What do you? What would the mystery be? I'm guessing they're trying. Is there a sense of danger that they're about to be picked up? Uh, okay. That's, yeah, you're that's right. What it is. But I, I didn't get that. No, it's not good. But that's what they're trying for. Because like they're not going to die. Even if you just showed the guy, you you can make it ambiguous whether he's good or bad. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And that's that was episode two. It was better than episode one. It was better. I'll give it that. Still not good. Some things I actually liked in this. Uh. How long did we go? Hour 10. Ooh. All right. Well, that was it, guys. Uh, that was episode two. It was called Adrift. Again, uh, we are the Flicky Podcast. Please uh, find us and subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Give us a like. Give us five stars. Send us a review. Our email is flickypodcast at gmail.com. If you have any comments or suggestions, do you have any uh, parting words for no. until episode three? We'll wait till episode three, I guess. Um, I, I'm. It's just a shame. This show is a shame because in the right yeah. hands, this could have been uh, a really good show because it's made and it's uh, set in a really cool world. Yeah, by a very good writer. Yep. Yep. So, okay. Is what it is. It is what it is. My favorite saying. Yeah. Uh, until next time, uh, I hope you guys have a good listen. We'll see you uh, for episode three. Yep. Bye. Bye.